Hello, this is EJ, Eric Johnston, The Brand. And Coach Aaron Thickpin, The Source. Aaron, our topic today is really on the road during competition with our athletes. When they're out on the road trip, and a lot of kids are playing games right now, as you know. Whether it's matches, whether it's a baseball game, a basketball game, uh, track track meets, stuff like that. A lot of stuff is going on out there. Gymnastics, water polo, et cetera, et cetera. And what do the kids do when the competition's over? You know, they've had their match for the day. You know, how do they recover? What do they do if they're in between games? Um, maybe they have a day off or um, what do they need to do on a regular basis to uh, still train and still compete? It's something that I think parents and athletes are confused about a lot of times and there's a lot of downtime to where they really could benefit with some sort of training regimen or some sort of activity that helps them with their sport that's the topic today yeah no it's a good subject and it's timely because they got all these kids on the road right now right um you know i'm an always moving forward guy so and that's not just because I'm in the training business, it's because I'm in the getting better business, you know? And I'm interested in what's gonna make the kids better. And obviously drawing upon my own experience, yeah, there is a lot of downtime uh, in between your track meets, your races, your you know basketball competitions. And yeah, I, I get it. I guess first and foremost, you wanna have fun. And I, I get that, but you also wanna balance that with being a proper athlete. And so you've got a few different facets that you always wanna be aware of. You've got your recovery, right? and then you've got your training, and then you've got your relaxation, and, and then you've got your fun time. Um, so, you know, maybe you break it up into those sorts of things and, and that might help you put your activities in those boxes and now you can you can share that time and spread it across all of those things and get everything done. Just from a recovery standpoint, I think that most athletes, once they're through recovering for the day, immediately shut down. They'll go take that 10, 20 minute nap, uh, fuel the body, and then you know decide what you wanna do with the rest of the day. I would do that in between competitions and I would do that um, after competitions. I, I was <laughs> at a U.S. Indoor Championships one year myself and uh, my roommate was looking for me and he finally found me and I was asleep under the bleachers. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, man, I'm taking a nap, <laughs> you know? I had probably another hour or two before my race went and lied down. But it's a great way to, to shut the body down, you know, shut the adrenaline off so that you have it for your next competition and refocus your thoughts. Um, maybe put your strategy together if you're in that type of sport. You know, all right. of those sorts of things. Uh, wash away maybe some of the mistakes that you made pre in the previous competition. So, uh, I, I, I think it's a great thing to do. And then again, you don't have to, you know, slumber for an hour and be Rip Van Winkle or something, but you just- Yeah, you know, exactly. It's just a way of kind of stepping out of all of the 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 energy and the madness and, and just centering yourself. 
Aaron, you definitely need to decompress. And yeah. what I hear you saying is decompress, let the mind, you know, be free, allow your body to heal, reabsorb, you know, the activity. Um, it, I think it's important. The other day, Aaron, I tell you this this story. We're, I, I'm here in Arizona with our with our two teams and. I uh, had an early game, six six thirty, seven o'clock game, and then I had a one o'clock game. So <laughs> I did the seven o'clock game, went had some eat, came back, and I had to go back out for batting practice with the ladder team. So I came in around ten, took a nap, twenty minutes, and then got right back at it. I felt like a new man, you know. They talk about the kids need to get rested, you know. The coach need to get rested too. Yeah. Uh, but it's no different than an athlete and a coach, you know, getting getting prepared and. And being an ex-athlete, I know how important recovery is when you're playing um, multiple events or races or games or whatever during the day. And a lot of kids don't know how to turn that off. And they just right. go and they, you know, they, they get on the phone. And I, I, I always tell our players this, and it's really important. When you come to rest, turn off your phone. Yeah. Turn off the television, turn off all that stuff so you can be ready to go. And that's something that's hard for them. But I think if you're really serious about being a next level athlete, you need to get control of how you prepare yourself to be a next level athlete. Oh yeah. I mean, what I see all the time is you got the athletes, they finish the competition and they're still kind of pumped up they they're you know they're still bouncing off the walls they're you know in the bleachers socializing right or maybe they're refueling incorrectly they're eating that that hot dog and nachos that they've been smelling all day Uh, all of those sorts of things without thinking that hey you know what i've got to gear back up in a couple of hours or four hours or whatever the case may be or they you know they have those long breaks and all they do is they're on their feet the whole time or they're out in the elements, they're out in the sun, you know, those sorts of things. I mean, I used to always, I'd be at a track meet and it, you know, be hot out and other athletes would be sitting out in the bleachers or maybe sit, even if they went under the stands, I'd find an open uh, building with air conditioning on and, and would chill in there, you know, because the competitions were usually at colleges. so. I would try and make myself as comfortable as possible so that I could recover properly, especially if I didn't have the opportunity to go back to the hotel or something. So I think that the quality of that recovery, even if it's not that long, should be, you know, good, good, good quality recovery. In other words, eating the right things, getting the right uh, rest, decompressing in the right way. Right. I like that. I like that. Aaron, what I, I think the training part of it's kind of important because I see a lot of athletes just go to competitions and they just play the games and that's Yeah. I'm uh, done with it. And they may be at a competition for a week, you know? Okay. And um, that's for a week and they're game or they're playing their match and that's it and they're having trouble. So, you know, and you and I talk about this quite a bit about athletes in during the season or during the summer having exercise regimens that are planned out during the week 
that they can execute and then also monitor how well their body's recovering to continue to train and be smart about their training during the week. Because I believe an athlete needs to train when they're on the road to maintain the consistency, the endurance, and the sharpness of their performance when they're competing that week. Yeah, I agree. And you said the key word, plan. So all athletes, regardless of the duration of their travel, should, before they even leave, have some kind of travel workout devised. And they should probably have two of them. One that requires no equipment or very little equipment. And then one that might be more full blown if they're at a facility or have access to uh, facilities that, you know, have a lot more equipment. So, you know, it does two things. Well, it requires two things. One, having something maybe written down and they don't have to be full blown, you know, workout routine, but you maybe have, you know, a 15 minute workout. And maybe you have, if, if it's days in between, you have your regular routine and maybe you have a couple of variations based on if you have, again, no equipment or a little equipment, or maybe you travel with some some equipment. And right. you think some things that, that you can continue to use during that period of time. So all it takes is just a little foresight and saying, okay, what, uh, what do I think I'm gonna need? Hey, this hotel has a gym, what's in the gym? Right. You know, look it up online and say, okay, you know what, I can get this done. And there, it's not it's not rocket science. The other thing I would also look at is have different, I guess, modes of training based on how your body is responding right. after the workouts. And yeah, that might take you know maybe a little bit more expertise. But then talk to someone about that. Say, okay. hey, I would like to do this, but you know, my um, my arm is really sore or my legs are really sore from being on the court all day or, or something, what are some modifications? Or what are some recovery activities that are now a little bit more advanced than what we normally, you know, might do in terms of just the rest and the stretching. But maybe you find the hot tub that's in, you know, or maybe you get into the hotel pool or you can, you know, some athletes, you know, some of my professional athletes, they would go to those cryo chambers, you know, we'd be on the road and they would find a cryo chamber. So, you know, there's there's usually resources around. It just depends on, you know, obviously your mobility, your own financial resources and, right. and, and time available. But there's always things that you can um, do. I mean, there's the infamous ice baths. You know, uh, I call I them baths. Baths. I don't like them. So. I didn't like them either, but I did them. I recovered my legs were a lot better at the end of the day. And, you know, for those, it's as simple as we used to travel sometimes with just Ziploc baggies, you know, those one gallon Ziploc baggies. And, yeah. you know, every hotel has an ice machine. Well, you fill them up and now you got ice packs. Right. So, you know, you could just, just be creative, but in other words, cover all your bases and think about all the different, uh, I guess, uh, scenarios that you might have to go through. And that way you can pack accordingly and plan accordingly. You know, I, I think that's really important that, you know, most kids that set, set out into summer travel and, and some people gone for two weeks, three weeks at a time or two right. weeks, you know, that, that kind of stuff needs to be planned out. 
because that's a lot of uh, empty hours during the day after or before competition that they could get some really meaningful work done that, that helps them in and during the competition. Okay. So I like what you say there. The um, last thing I guess I would say is, yeah, scheduling fun. Hey, you guys are young. You want these also to be experiences, not just, you know, another competition. Uh, because, you know, it's something that you can look back on with some fond memories, especially if you have that time to kind of go out and do some things. You, you might remember some of the things you did with some buddies and and, and that's all part of the athletic experience. Um, I was more mercenary about it <laughs> during my day where I like, I was sequestered in the hotel. I didn't, I didn't go out and do a whole lot. And you know, that's kind of regret for me because I've, I've been to places all over the world. Right. But most I saw some of them were, were the hotel room, you know? <laughs> And that's so I would suggest that that's not what you do, but plan the time and say, hey, okay, when are my competitions? When is it appropriate for me to go maybe do some of these extracurricular things that don't affect, that won't affect my performance? Maybe you only go out for a couple of hours instead of staying out all night. Maybe you do something if your competition is, is, later in the evening well maybe you just don't go out or you do something else that's a little bit less taxing when it was things like that we just go to the movies it's a way of getting out but it's not as stimulating as you know walking around all day or doing some right. other types of activities so i think you still can place those activities inside your day or inside your stay you just got to understand the effects that they're going to have on your performance and strategically place them in the right spot. But yeah, I wouldn't suggest uh, sequestering yourself. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> what do they call it, Aaron? Work-life balance, right? Yes, yes. You be balanced with what you do. And I think a lot of the young athletes are, 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 are understanding that now. And I was like you too. I was sequestered in that hotel room and, and, and was really focused on my competition. But um, I've been to some great places that I missed out on. And I, I think now as a coach, yeah. I go out and see the places where I'm yeah. out and about now. Exactly. I, 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 I wholeheartedly tell the kids, go out, explore these places if you can, take pictures because the they're gonna be fond memories. Otherwise, all that stuff is gonna to blur together and you miss one of the, the biggest gifts that sports can give you. Right. Right. Well, Aaron, I think this uh, this wraps up what we want to talk about on the road and what we what we do on the road. And uh, remember, sports fans, this is Coach EJ, the brand, and Coach Aaron, the source. We'll see you.